Hey guys, welcome to episode four of the of Niagara Sports Talk. I'm your host Robert Lewis II. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we got get to talk about the Canada uh, Summer Games. Uh, a Niagara native going to Europe. Uh, the Ice Dogs made a trade, which is always fun. Uh, another trade, just so we can keep up with what's going on around the OHL uh, between the Flint Firebirds and the London Knights. And oh boy, the the yearly tradition of lawsuits against the CHL. I'm going to start things off with some uh, big news. This is about the uh, Niagara 2021 Canada Summer Games. As you guys may know, the Summer Games was originally scheduled for 2020, uh, which is this year, but of course COVID-19 happened, so they moved it to 2021. Well, I hate to break it to you, but much like a Spirit Airlines flight, this thing just got delayed again. So the Canada Summer Games is now scheduled uh, for the summer of 2022 now. And a lot of you are probably wondering why they would decide on this this early, way before 2022. However, considering the amount of time it takes to prepare for a big games like this, you guys know how crazy the Olympics can be. Uh, they decided that it was best to just make a decision now, postpone till 2022. Uh, it will give construction workers more time to build the their facilities. Uh, and yeah, like, not too much to say here. Uh, they they expressed their thoughts on their page. I I think it was a smart decision on their behalf. Like if if this was just a league like the OHL, for example, I wouldn't agree with the uh, decision. But these guys right here, I think this was a smart decision by the uh, Canada by the Canada Games uh, host society, as they like to call themselves. I think that's what they call themselves, or the Canada Games Committee, Canada. Whatever, they, they gave us these games before Hamilton, and I appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to keep everyone safe, so it's kind of unfortunate because 2021 was looking to be the year of Niagara with us hosting the Minto Cup and then us hosting the uh, Canada Summer Games. However, obviously, the COVID-19 pandemic and the amount of time it takes to prepare for the Canada Summer Games, uh, they are rescheduling the the games to uh, the summer of twenty twenty two. Again, I think I think it's a really smart decision by them. It's unfortunate, but I I respect the the committee. I respect their decision making. I think they've done a good job handling this so far, and I can't wait to see the Canada Summer Games in two years. So this piece of news I'm going to keep a bit short since there's no actual articles on it unless uh you can some someone can somehow teach me German within the next 2 minutes. Uh I think that's German. It looks German. Seems German. It's probably not German now that I said that it was German. Uh but Dalen Grohl, I probably messed up the pronunciation of that name. As you may know, he's a Niagara native, former Owen Sound attack member. He got traded to the Ottawa 67s this year. Uh, he was supposed to be an overager this year for the Ottawa 67s, but instead of doing that, he decided, you know what, I'm going to go play in Europe for, um, uh, does KAC, I, I think that's their name, I think their name's KAC, that's all I can find, uh, that's the only thing I can see, I seem to understand besides Dale and Grohl, Ottawa 67s, Ontario Hockey League. And the fact that this is not in English. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I do remember a post saying though that he signed with them until 2022. Okay, yeah, it is KAC. 
Uh, so yeah, he signed with them till until twenty twenty two, which means I don't think he's coming back to Ottawa. Sorry, Ottawa fans, but yeah, congratulations to Dale and Gruel, uh, Niagara native. Uh, keep making us proud. All right. All right. Hopefully this app doesn't crash in the middle of me recording. I just deleted a bunch of photos on my phone, so it hopefully doesn't do that because it just did. But anyways, uh, the ice dog. Finally, some Ice Dogs news. I know a lot of you guys are relieved about it. The Ice Dogs traded a conditional 15th round pick, originally owned by Hamilton. Uh, it's a 2021 pick, I believe, for Brady Hines and of the Peterborough Peets. So Brady Hines, he he's a Stratford native. He he plays center, uh, right hand, right shot. Uh, so and last year he had 28 points in 58 games. Uh, again, overager, and I know a lot of you are questioning uh, the decision right now of why are you trading for an overager? We have six overagers, and trust me, I'm I'm the same way. Uh, I think it's a good move overall when you don't factor in the overagers, especially considering how it's only a conditional 15th round pick. Not quite sure what the condition is, uh, but that's the same 15th round pick that we got for Brady Johnson before this season. And, of course, Brady Johnson only had 27 points in 68 games uh, in the season before getting traded to Hamilton. Uh, so th so that, that all automatically makes this trade a, like a really good trade for us. It's hard to believe we actually managed to juice Hamilton for Brady Johnson. Uh, but, no, it was possible. Kind of nice, not going to lie. Uh, but, yeah, Brady Hines, good player. I, I do like him. I think... I think he could be good for us, but the problem is we have six overagers now. The limit is free. I get Dan trading for Daniel Murphy because, you know, mentorship for uh, for Tucker Tynan. But I, I, I don't get the Hines situation. Maybe he's here to mentor uh, a Panophimus, possibly, but there could be more methods uh, to Joey Burke's madness than you may realize. Because here's what I'm thinking, and same goes for Daniel Murphy. Obviously, these guys have been good players for their teams. They're not like superstars by any means, but they have been very good for their teams. I mean, 28 point, points in 58 games last season for Brady Hines. Uh, Daniel Murphy uh, giving us trouble in the past as a goaltender for the Erie Otters. What I'm thinking is Joey Burke is trading, is trading for these guys in hopes that they will be even better on Niagara and then he can trade them to a to a contender for even more assets than what he spent. And honestly, it's a smart it's a smart idea. I I think it, it's like it's like it's like stock investment or something like that. You know, you like you put money into a stock, you buy low and you sell high. That that's probably the best way to put it. But yeah, I think that's the method uh to Joey Burke's madness there. Uh training camp's going to be fun. By the way, I'd like to thank the Peterborough Peets alongside the Ice Dogs for wishing me a happy birthday. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for the birthday gift of a trade. This happened on my birthday. It was pretty nice. Uh, but yeah, Brady Hines, good player. I it, it just makes training camp a lot more interesting. Though I am pretty sure, I, I do, if I remember correctly, ye, ye, the overager limit doesn't come into effect until the trade deadline. So... The, so at the trade deadline, we have to make sure all our OAs are gone. I'm, that's what I've been told. 
Again, I'm still fairly new to this league, believe it or not. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brady Hines, going to be a good player for us, good leader. I, I'm very excited about it. And the fact that we got a bigger, like, like, a, like we paid less technically than we did for Brady Johnson. Yeah, 15th round pick is late, but for us it's conditional. So I'm not sure what the condition is. I'll try and keep you guys posted. Brady Hines, welcome to Niagara. You're going to have a good time here, trust me. So it's not Ice Dogs news this time, but this is a, a bit of OHL news. This is actually uh, ha- came out today. Uh, this is being filmed uh, September 21st of 2020, so Monday, and is expected to be released September 23rd, 2020, which is Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, this happened today, or 21st of September, for those who uh, don't get the concept of taping days before releasing. 2002-born Ford Sahil Panwar of the London Knights, Mississauga native, has been traded to the Flint Firebirds for a fourth-round pick. And hilariously enough, that pick was originally London's. So you might as well have just given Panwar in the first place. I'm not sure what the trade was for Flint to get that pick or if it just went all over the place. But wow, that pick must have had a fun adventure. (laughs) So yeah, Sahil Penwar is the newest member of the Flint Firebirds. Uh, people may may think he's not much, and I mean, based on his stats, uh, 8 points in 26 games in his first season, 3 points in 48 games in the second season, nothing special by any means. However, keep in mind that Sahil Penwar was a second round pick when he was drafted into the OHL, so the talent is clearly there. Uh, obviously, when you're on a stacked team like the London Knights, it's hard to get chances when you got Connor McMichael and Liam Foody uh, as your teammates. Just saying. Plus, Luke Evangelista, Antonio Stranges. London was going to win the championship last year. I said it. Not Ottawa. London. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think he's going to get more chances in Flint. Uh, he he has a potential for top six minutes, I, I'm thinking. Uh, I just because I he has the talent, you know. I mean, it hasn't translated that well yet. But under Wellwood's system, you you've seen guys who have struggled in the OHL, not quite as much as Panwar, uh, who have struggled though with previous team. Like like I'm thinking Riley Piercy, for example, who 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 didn't feel like it didn't feel as natural in Barry. Yet he goes to Flint and he starts and he starts slowly breaking out. And I think Panwar could be the same situation as Riley Piercy for the Flint Firebirds. I think he's going to have more opportunities there. I think he's going to have a good time in Flint. And I think this is a great acquisition for Flint. Uh, Flint wins a trade for me for now. But London do- doesn't even get a bad return. Considering how this guy only had 3 points in 48 games last season. Uh, but yeah, I mean, definitely a good acquisition there. I'm, I'm going to see if Global News has commented on this at all. Because I do have their article up. Uh, yeah, I mean, huh, one minute, oh wait, that's total, okay, so yeah, in total, six goals, 11 points, and 74 games with the Knights, so, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't any, anything special for, for London, but I think he could, he could be really successful with the Flint Firebirds. Uh, Mark Hunter, the general manager of the London Knights, and OHL Genius, 
uh, said that he always demonstrated a strong work ethic while in London, uh, and that and thanked him for his commitment and wished him the best in Flint. Uh, and although he was born in Mississauga, he actually uh, uh, moved to California. Uh, he played for the Los Angeles Junior Kings, uh, and then and then eventually the Detroit Honey Baked, which is a weird name for a team, by the way. Go Honey Baked. What? Uh, but yeah, 2002 born Ford. I think he could really de- develop well under Eric Wellwood's system. Again, much like Riley Piercy. I don't think he's going to reach the uh, quite the level of Riley Piercy. Uh, but he, he does have a lot of potential. He was a second round pick for a reason. And I'm, I- I'm, pre- I'm pretty interested to see where this goes. I think the Flint Firebirds are going to be uh, a fun team to watch next season. Do, do I think they're going to be like a top four team? No, obviously. I mean, the only real superstars you have on that team is pretty much Evgeny Oxentuk because Kolya Chonuk's gone. Tyler Tucker, I think, is gone. If he comes back, then you, then that's good. But no, I still think Flint Firebirds are the seventh seed if Oxentuk comes back, which sounds like he is. But him going to Europe and the way they hyped it up, I, I'm just I'm just unsure about it. But yeah, good trade both ways. Uh, Sahil Penwar to the Flint Firebirds. I'm definitely interested to see how that one goes. Now, just before I get into the final thing, the big thing where I'm probably going to rant and I may, might even scream into my mic. Well, mic in quotations. It's really a phone. Here's a message from our, let's just call them sponsors, yeah? <laughs> Do you like t-shirts or hoodies? Or I'm not sure what else we sell, okay? I'm, I, I, I don't even run this website. Do you need a mask that doesn't look plain and boring? Head on over to the link tree to the CSU shop via the link in the bio of Kansas Sports Unleashed, Niagara Sports Unleashed, or any of the Sports Unleashed members and che- check out the CSU shop for Kansas Sports Unleashed t-shirts, masks, hoodies, whatever you want. It, it's, all, it's all to promote the brand, you know? It's all to join the revolution and represent the revolution. And the best way to do that is by wearing stuff from the revolution. I just got my t-shirt today and I am in love with my Kanda Sports Unleashed t-shirt. But maybe maybe if Kanda Sports Unleashed isn't your thing, don't worry. We have Niagara stuff as well. We got a Niagara Waterfall City Wine Country t-shirt. And we have Niagara 905 apparel. Be sure to check it out. Uh, link is in the bio is in the bio of Niagara Sports Unleashed, at Rob Lewis 08, Canada Sports Unleashed, via the CSU shop on the link tree, once again, in the bio. This ad has been terrible, but our products, I guarantee you, are not. And now, back to your feature programming. So, this article came out a day before my birthday, September 16th. By the way, yes, I'm an overager, I'm 20 years old. Lawsuit alleges NHL and Junior Leagues conspiring to limit players' opportunities. That article alone just screams how stupid this already sounds and how stupid this is already going to be. This is triggered by by some dude named Kobe Moore who played in WHL from 2015-2020. But when I looked at his stats... I can I can honestly say I think he was more junior A than WHL. Uh 
And I'm just reading this article now because if I was going to read this before, it, I, I just wouldn't have the same effect because I, like, I, I, this already upsets me because this is just stupid. This happens every year. You, you, the last time I saw this, it was like on YouTube. Uh, there was a guy, there was like one guy who was a, like a former player uh, who became a lawyer, I guess, uh, who who was defending CHL being like, well, I mean, if you start paying players, they're going to lose money. And this other guy who didn't make it at all being like, will they take advantage of us? Wah. Like, bud, you're only saying that because you didn't do anything because you sucked. There's no other way to put it. But yeah, it starts off with a proposed class action lawsuit alleges North America's most powerful hockey leagues are conspiring to limit opportunities for young players. Because that's how freaking late round picks like Brad Marchand managed to become superstars in the NHL. Am I right? The claim was filed by Kobe Moore, an idiot, a 21-year-old from Lloydminster, Alberta. Though I feel like Lloydminster wants to disown him at this point. Uh, he played for four teams in WHL from 2015-2020. That's a red flag. The NHL, WHL, Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, and Ontario Hockey League. I love how they put NHL and WHL in short form and then type out everything else. The AHL, they, they put American Hockey League. The ECHL and Hockey Canada are listed as defendants. The WHL, OHL, and QMJHL operate under the umbrella of the Canadian Hockey League, which settled three other class action lawsuits in May. The settlement has not been approved in court. I would honestly, I would honestly hope not. <laughs> but yeah, like that. This one, this one asks for financial compensation for CHL players, which I mean, they if you don't make it, they're they're gonna pay you to go to university. Like really, <laughs> this is already dumb. But not only from the CHL this time. They're not just targeting CHL now. They're targeting the leagues that can actually afford it. You know, the NHL. They can actually afford this, so they really shouldn't even bother. So, and I'm reading an article from CBC, by the way. So my source is CBC, though their source is the Canadian press. Uh, so yeah, it says that the defendants uh, participate in a, quote, an unlawful conspiracy arrangement or agreement to limit opportunities for more and other Canadians to make a living playing pro hockey between the ages of 18 and 20. Because that's how Nick Robertson got to play for the Leafs in the play-in round, am I right? This is... <laughs> I'm not even halfway for this article, and I can already tell. This is the equivalent of believing the Earth is flat. Hey, Kobe, do you think the Earth is flat? Like, really? This is... This is already getting stupid. I'm not even halfway through it. Document claims the defendants have created a system where the overwhelming majority of players will never reach the top pro leagues, instead spending years playing for nominal sums of money, all to the financial advantage of the defendants. I mean, the majority of players will never reach the top pro leagues in any freaking sport. Have you... How does this make any sense? You're literally saying, oh, how dare sport hockey be like every other sport where there's one major league and the rest you can't get paid. 
I mean, this isn't soccer. This isn't the most popular sport in the world. I wish it was, but it wasn't. Like, if it was soccer, then maybe there's a small chance that there's an under, like, understandable reason for this. But this is not soccer. This is hockey. This is not known to every freaking country in, in the world. Like, some countries probably don't even know that hockey exists. Uh, besides field hockey, but that's a totally different sport. But, no, appara- apparently, this, how dare this, the, the NHL and every other league just be normal? Like, what? <laughs> the, this practice creates a system that imprisons young hockey players between 16 and 20. This is what his uh, lawyer, Felix Antoine Michaud, uh, who has a Quebec-based firm. Oh, God. This practice... Cre- what practice? The fact that they're just... like There could only be so much room in the NHL. What, do you want them to have 50 teams? I guarantee you half of them are going to go bankrupt. I mean, hell, like they have 31 right now, and the Arizona Coyotes are struggling to find owner and fans. Same with the Florida Panthers. Hurricanes fans only show up during the playoffs. Like... What do you want them to do? Yeah, create 50 teams and... Like, we're going to run out of room in North America if we do that. We're literally going to have to have a team in freaking Yukon. You think there's enough people to sell out a 15,000 stadium in Yukon? (laughs) This is already getting really dumb. And imagine being this guy's lawyer. I mean, dude, dude, there's so many... Like, clearly this lawyer was desperate for work because... The fact that he's actually taking this on and saying this stupid stuff is sad. Like, dude, congratulations. You got your law degree, but but you're actually the dumbest lawyer already. One statement, I already think you're an idiot. <laughs> the player in Canada doesn't have the same rights as a European player. What? A Canadian player doesn't have the possibility to play in the American and East Coast leagues at 18 or 19 years old. A European player has the possibility of doing that. Okay, this one is a this is fair. But to say it's a conspiracy is dumb. It's not a conspiracy. It's just like I I don't get the rule either uh, either of the fact that like if you're a North American player in the CHL, you have to it's either CHL or NHL. You can't do AHL. They should be allowed in the NH in the AHL. There, there have been like quite a few players who have been stuck in the CHL when real when C, they're too good for the CHL uh, because of this. Like when Mitch Marner's the fourth overall pick playing for the London Knights, he shouldn't have been playing for London. He should have been playing for the Marlies. He was too good to play in the OHL at that point. And also, it would have been nice if that rule, if like he was allowed to play in the AHL back then, just so maybe the Ice Dogs would have won a few games in the finals. I'm just saying. Or maybe London doesn't even make it that far, and then we win. You know, it, it would just be nice. But that, that, that's just personal stuff right there. That's, that's not important right now. But you see, this is one of the few things that I actually understand. Like, th- they should be allowed in the AHL. It, there's, I mean, it sucks for the OHL to lose certain players, obviously, but... You're going to lose them eventually. This is this is how hockey works. Like, junior hockey works. Uh, these guys should be allowed to play in the AHL. That, that I agree with. The arrangement is not legal under the Competition Act. 
Don't tell me I'm... I'm not going to look up the Competition Act. This... Oh, boy. So, none of the allegations have been proven in court. Lawsuit must be certified for it to become class action. No statements of defense have been filed. Uh, you see, I've, I, I don't know how like what to talk about when it comes to legal under the Competition Act. So, ne- so now it moves on to a different structure in Europe and Russia. So it says the AHL declined to comment. A CHL spokesman, they kept anonymous, said the league has not received the document. Uh, none of the other organizations provided uh, said anything. Uh, so yeah, according to CBC, Moore played 265 games in the WHL for the for Edmonton, Kamloops, Kelowna, and Moose Jaw. Uh, by the way, feel free to follow Edmonton Sports Unleashed, Kamloops Sports Unleashed. That's a new one. Kelowna Sports Unleashed, and we're looking for a m- new Moose Jaw Sports Unleashed. If anyone's interested. But yeah, he he spent the majority of last season in the AJHL, which is OJHL, but Alberta. <laughs> Uh, but he did make appearances in games for Moose Jaw and Kelowna. Uh, I'm I'm just reading this article as we go along. I'll 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 be giving my thoughts. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, the suit states that Moore and players like him are not represented by players' associations and are not free to organize a group to negotiate a collective bargaining agreement for themselves. Oh God, that. I I don't even I don't even want to know what that's supposed to mean. All right, suit points to the structure of hockey in Europe and Russia, where pro clubs can sign young players to pro contracts and assign them to junior reserve teams. All right, here's a quote: Overall, Canadian-based players that are playing in the major junior leagues have sub- substantially less choices and freedom. If any, then European-based players who have the opportunity to play in the AHL or ECHL before reaching the age of 20 and being paid a salary negotiated by a professional association, suit states. So basically, they, they want to, he wants to get paid by like the NHL. That's what he's saying. But what's the point of fighting for this if you, you, you weren't even good enough to make the WHL this year, really? NHL teams pay bonus or development money to see it to CHL clubs where whose players have been drafted, which the suit calls unlawful unrate arrangements between the defendants. The strategy is to keep the player in the CHL, and the CHL wants to keep the player in the league to have capacity capacity to have this money. Me should say, said. I mean, Marner's in the NHL right now, so I don't know what you're trying to say. Um, let's see. The NHL and the CHL have an agreement together saying no player can play in an affiliate league, the AHL or ECHL. The players have no rights. They have no voice under this agreement. Okay. They should be allowed to play in the AHL or ECHL. That I agree with. But the rest of this is stupid. I mean, I kind of get why they don't do it too, though, because they don't want the CHL to die. Which is fair. Alright, uh, what else? Government, I'm I'm almost done this article. I'll be providing my reaction soon. Don't worry, guys. Uh, Governments in jurisdictions where CHL teams operate either amended legislation 
or stated their employment standards didn't apply to major junior hockey players. Settlement pending court approval mounts. They, they, they forgot to put a plural S there. Good job, CBC. You're as good as your uh, streaming service. Uh, to a total of $30 million. Yeah, like, CHL is always considered major junior players who typically range from 16 to 20, unless your name is Shane Wright or Connor Bedard, then it's 15. Uh, student athletes. Players get money for out-of-pocket expenses, so like equipment, building, travel costs. Uh, also, they're, they're eligible for post-secondary scholarships with each C- for... Okay, I'm just going to word this in simple English. Uh, basically, for every year you play in the CHL, uh, it, you get a year of university paid for you. You get a full of university or even college. Uh, so... 956 players uh, in, la- in last uh, academic year, so 2019-2020, they collected $7 million in scholarships. Okay, that's the end of the article. Uh, wow. I've, I was talking with a lot of people uh, before I even read this, and there, the one thing where I will agree is that it's stupid how players... Uh, who are under 20 cannot play in the AHL or the ECHL. They should be allowed. Unless they're a European player, then they are allowed already. We should allow our guys to do the same. But at the same time, I see why they don't do it. Because first of all, you need to keep some stars in the CHL because CHL needs to make money, uh, to, you know, to stay alive. And secondly, the thing is... If, if a player stays in the CHL, like a North American player stays in the CHL, it's fine because it's the same ice as the NHL. But a European player, they need those rights. They need to be able to go down and play for like the minor leagues because there is a major difference between European ice and NHL size ice. European ice is a lot bigger. Like it's crazy up there. It's different. So they need to be able to adapt to the North American style uh, which is why they go to the CHL for the import draft. They go to the AHL. They go to the ECHL. That's why they have those rights. And because of the CHL's uh, import uh, limits, that that's why they need to be able to go to the AHL and the ECHL. You can't just throw someone into the fire and expect them to... Like, you can't throw, throw a baby in the water and expect them to know how to swim right away. You, you, you gotta start somewhere. So I see why they do it, even though it's kind of stupid, because... Then you got guys like Mitch Barner absolutely destroying the entire league uh, in his final season. And I think Cole Perfetti is going to be the same situation, by the way, uh, in this year's draft. But here, here's, here's, the, here's the guy complaining about it. Kobe Moore, 21-year-old, 1999 born. He was an overager last season. He's from Lloydminster. Uh, 170 pounds, left winger, shoots left. Dude. What did you even do in the WHL? I'm I hate to break it to you, but they're not holding you back. If they were hold, if if you had like a like a 70 points in 68 games, then yeah, maybe they are holding you back. And I get that. But let me look at your point to let me look at your point totals here. Uh 2014-2015 season. Uh 1 point in 3 WHL games. Followed by 11 points in 46 games. 
24 and 68. That, uh, then 28 and 58, which is a career high for him. Then he gets sent to Kamloops from Edmonton, 27 and 66. And then next season, uh, WHL wise, uh, three points in six games for for Kamloops. Uh, wait, no. Uh, yeah, that that's correct. Uh, four points in nine games for Kelowna, and three points in nine games for Moose Jaw. And the rest of his time, it was 39 points in 30 games. Uh, for Drumheller of the AJHL, which, which is pretty good. You're you're good in Junior A, but unfortunately, most people who are good in Junior A, like, they're not that good in, in the CHL in Major Junior. And this is your overager season, and you and you did jack in the WHL. I don't think this is about you fighting for other players' rights. Because the fact is, you weren't good enough. You didn't make it, Kobe. I hate to break it to you, but you sucked. You were good in Junior A, but other than that, you sucked. I I have a brilliant idea for you, okay? I have a brilliant idea for you, since you desperately want this payout. Now, hear me out. I think because this is a... It might be a little complicated for you to understand. But if you want money... Shut up and go get a job. Like I'm sure I'm sure Walmart's hiring or something. And I mean the fact that W like they're paying for your education. Go to university and get a part-time job while you're studying. And then graduate university with a degree, knowing how to do something. And there, you got a career. Or maybe you can be a hockey coach or something. Obviously not in the CHL with how, with how you're uh, trying, to, trying to find a PG word for this. Uh, winding up a storm uh, like a freaking baby about this. <laughs> like, dude. If, if this is a play, if, if this is like, let's just say Sh- Shane Wright ran- randomly does this. Then fine. Actually, no. I'm trying to think of it. Let's just say uh, John Navarre felt like he was uh, mistreated in, the C- in like the CHL. Then there's merit to his argument because John Navarre is recognized as a superstar in the league. He's playing for the Maple Leafs right now. He's getting paid pretty big bucks. But you, dude, you, there's no merit to, to your argument. You just want money because you sucked. You couldn't make it. I, I hate to break it to you because your dreams are crushed and I get it. And like... Yeah, congratulations. You were good enough to actually play in the WHL for a bit. Good job. And I'm not going to criticize players for for not getting a pro contract after playing in the CHL. Because, you know what? That you were good enough to make CHL, and I'm going to give you full credit there. But I'm going to criticize you if you're going to start complaining that they didn't give you an opportunity. Dude, you've played full seasons in CHL, and you didn't do jack during your time. Shut up and get a job. If you want money, just shut up and get a job. Really. Because this is not about everyone else. This is not about opportunities for others. This is about you. You are a selfish pig and you should just shut up and get a job. This is It's actually ridiculous. This is a yearly tradition. We have to find these idiots. He doesn't even have a picture, by the way, on Elite Prospects. Um, I'm, I'm just going to look on Google Images because I'm curious, like... Yeah, he doesn't have a picture. Like, come on, Kobe. 
apparently his Twitter profile picture, according to Google, anyways, is still is of him in, in Cam Luke's. Like, dude, if you hate the CHL so much, you should probably take that down. But like, you're a dork. Like, you're just desperate for money. Like, dude, are you? Do you not know how to do anything else besides hockey? I mean, I'm not gonna crit criticize people for that unless you're unless you're gonna do something stupid like this. This is the the fact that I feel bad for the CHL really, and for all the crap I give to like Dave Branch, for example. I mean, you gotta respect them for being able to deal with this this stupidity. Like, face it, Kobe, you had your chance and you blew it. Uh, like you were, you were a decent player in in the CHL. Problem is, decent doesn't get you to the to the pros, especially when you got to compete with guys from Europe. This is not about everyone else. This is not about opportunities for others. Others have made their own opportunities. That's how sports works. And you're gonna throw the NHL on this just be just so the like the story is different. You're throwing the NHL in this just to gain more attention. You're a joke, Kobe. You're an absolute joke. There's no other way to put it. Like I, I try and be, I try and be nice now, nicer nowadays when it comes to, uh, when I have to be critical of players and stuff. But are you even playing anymore? You haven't even committed to a university, according to elite prospects. Like I. I, I, really, like, dude, I don't even think the universities want you. That's just sad. Because if you just shut up and just, and just fr- freaking went to university, got a job, made money, instead of this stupid stupidity, let's see. One, two, three, you had four full years in WHL. I'm not sure what the minimum uh, amount of games played requirement is. Uh... If it's just one, then you got six. Like, you you got six school years paid for. That's pretty good. Like, what what, what did you even do during your time? I mean, you had 75 penalty minutes, 68 games uh, in 2016-2017, so it's good to know that you're capable of beating people up, I guess. I mean, dude... You're 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 fighting a wrong battle. You're not the guy to fight this battle. If I mean again, if like Connor McDavid came out and said, "Oh yeah, the CHL mistreated me," then yeah, stay. You can stand by his side, and I will believe that you are trying to actually fight for something legitimate. Because Connor McDavid, like he made he had his opportunities, he made his opportunities, and now he's considered to be the best player in the world. But you, you're just fighting for relevance and you're fighting to get get a cheap payday because like you went from being a hockey player and good on you to being a pathetic loser who can't just shut up and get a job. The, I hate the fact that I even have to talk about this. I really do hate hate the fact that I have to, I had to read this article. I wanted to throw up reading this article, okay? This is pathetic. You're not doing this for other people. You're just pretending to. You're a pig. Like, I'm. I'm gonna look at past articles because I. I, I want to compare this. Like, 
Judge clears way for a $180 million class action suit against the Ontario Hockey League. Who am I going to laugh at now? Oh, God. Former ice dog Sam Berg. He, I'm, I'm disowning him. Hamilton, you can have him. I'm not even going to read the rest of this article. Yeah, like... Really, I mean... There are players where there are, where there have been problems with CHL cuz CHL is not a perfect league by any means. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not always going to stand up for the CHL. There's going to be times where I'm critical of the CHL. Like there there's like the Eric Guest situation. You want to know what Eric Guest is trying to do? He's trying to fight for players' rights. That's genuine. That's the, he he's trying to be, he's being legitimate there. Like that's genuine. You can tell in this video. Kobe, you're just a baby. Like, like I wonder how many of those penalties were for embellishment. Cause, my God, this this is stupid. This is the fact that made me going long about like this long about this. Half me wants to laugh this, and then half me wants to just punch Kobe in the face. Actually, nah, I'd rather just slap him. He's not worth a punch. Like, suck it up, dude. You are not good enough for the NHL. You are not good enough for the AHL. You are not good enough for the ECHL. And considering how you're not even committed, apparently you're not good enough for university either. Like, you're not you're not fighting for anyone else's rights. You're fighting for a cheap payday. You're fighting be, because you want revenge on a league that apparently held you back, even though the fact is they gave you every chance and opportunity imaginable. You just weren't good enough. And you, you need to drop this. And, and to his lawyer, I know you're doing your job, bud. But oh my god. Like, you, you did make the good point of, well, the fact that, like, yeah, players should be allowed in the AHL and the ECHL. And I do agree with that. But you, you, deep down, I'm pretty sure you know that this 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 loser, this pig, is just fighting for... For a freaking payday from the CHL. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it like this before before I flip my table. Kobe, if you want money, shut up, grow up, and get a job because you weren't good enough for professional hockey. You got it? Good. I'm sick of these losers. Wow, this episode went way shorter than I expected. I honestly thought this was going to be a long one. There was a lot to talk about. But a lot of emphasis on that stupid lawsuit. And I better not say any more because I'm going to go on and on about it. Because Kobe Moore, you're a loser. No other way to put it. Hate to put it blunt that way, but Kobe, you're a freaking loser. I don't care that you made the WHL. The fact, like, you, you, you earned loser status the moment you, that you that you st started this stupid lawsuit. Anyways, that's it for Niagara Sports Talk this week. I forgot to talk about the cup final. I probably should do that. <laughs> so, Dallas Stars and Tampa Bay Lightning. Dallas Stars featuring two former Ice Dogs, Jamie Alexiak, who's actually playing... And Jason Robertson, who has yet to play, against Tampa Lightning, featuring former Ice Dogs captain Carter Verhage. 
I think Tampa Bay is going to win in seven. Uh, I think Dallas is going to put up a good fight, but I, I just think Tampa like is going to outmatch them. If it's not the talent, it's the hunger. Because when you get embarrassed like that last season, you're going to want to win the cup next year. They need this more. Like, major respect to Dallas for making this far when nobody expected them to. Uh, I'm not going to say too much here. Uh, I know Dallas leads the series 1-0 right now. 4-1 to uh, was the score. J- Jamie Alexiak with the game winner, by the way. That was pretty hype. Uh, but I'm still going with Tampa in 7. I think they were worn out uh, because Dallas ended their series way earlier than Tampa did. Uh, I th- and I think Tam- I still have my money on Tampa. Uh, I didn't want to say too much there because I didn't want this episode to go too much longer. But yeah. Anyways, that's it for this this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Robert Lewis, Niagara Sports Talk. Have yourselves an awesome day, and I will see you. I won't see you, but you'll hear from me next week.